in our bodies, I think um, the way they exist now certainly isn't maybe how they evolved. You know, technology in just the last hundred years kind of changes how we interact on a daily basis. Um, and then there's some systematic um, issues where, for example, if you're low on your omega-3s, then you actually can't produce the amount of CBD that your body needs. And so, um, you know, one, to, to people that are concerned that it's this foreign compound, well, it, your body actually does produce it. Uh, it just needs to be produced, you know, in kind of an optimal scenario, which we, you know, whether we're not eating healthy enough or we're not exercising or sleeping enough, may not actually be able to produce that CBD. And, and if we can consume it orally, then maybe we can actually see those benefits that kind of make up for what our body isn't able to produce. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. This conversation today is with Jay Hartenbach. Jay is the CEO of a very, very high-quality CBD company called Medterra. So I was really excited when they came to me to do a podcast because... So many people have been asking me about what my thoughts are on CBD. Do I use it? And the answer is no, I haven't used it yet. And I knew some of the science behind it, but I really didn't know as much as I wanted to know. So it was so perfect and aligned when Jay offered to, you know, have a conversation with me where he would really get into the science behind CBD, you know. So I asked him so many questions from what is CBD, first of all? Who is it? for? You know, who is it not for? Um, what are the benefits? Are there any side effects? You know, all of those questions and so many more are answered in this rad conversation with him. So, you know, for those of you who have been curious, who have been interested, I think that this is going to serve a lot of value to you or maybe those who even haven't, you know, learned or know what CBD is, but could probably benefit from it. You're going to learn a lot in this episode. So, Let's drop right in to this rad conversation with Jay Hartenbach of Medterra. Jay, thank you so much for being on this podcast right now. I'm so excited to learn more about CBD from you and learn more about your brand as well. It, thank you for having me on. Yeah, really excited to be on the podcast. I've actually listened to a couple of these episodes and uh, you know, I hope that I can kind of live up to the expectations that your previous guests have have kind of shared with you and uh, and and it's just exciting uh, talking about CBD with with people that are interested in, in incorporating it into their lifestyles going forward. Yay! Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, I am all about you know optimal health, longevity, performance. I'm a total biology geek and. CBD just keeps coming my way. People are asking me questions. I know I know quite a lot of people actually who do um, swear by it and use it. And I myself have never used CBD, um, so I'm kind of unfamiliar on a personal level. So if you don't mind, can we just start with the basics? Like, what exactly is CBD? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's that's a question we get asked a lot. You know, it, I think with something that is as new as CBD is, you know, making sure that you're educated before you even go down that road of trying it is, is really important so that you can have your expectations set and, you know, kind of understand what you're taking. And, and I think when you understand it, then obviously the actual benefits can, can really be empowering. So CBD is a compound that we extract out of hemp. Um, and so there's 
a, a cannabis plant, which kind of falls into two different realms. So everyone, I think, is familiar with marijuana. That is a strain or a part of the family of the cannabis plant. And then we've got hemp. And so hemp, what differentiates it from marijuana is basically anything that contains less than 0.3% THC. And so with that, um, we cultivate these hemp plants in Kentucky um, under a very special pilot program that was set out in 2014 by the U.S. government. And we grow these hemp plants and, and extract the the actual CBD from those plants through a refinement process uh, that takes you know takes some time and, and kind of some purification. And what we end up with is a compound called CBD, which is short for cannabidiol. Uh, in that hemp plant, there's plenty of other cannabinoids in there. Uh, there is some THC, right? It's less than that 0.3% THC, but there is some in the actual plant itself. And then you've got all other types of phytonutrients and other types of cannabinoids like CBG and CBN, uh, which all have different effects on the body as well. Cool. Very cool. So, I mean, I've heard that we actually have CBD receptors. Am I saying it right? Built within our body. Is that, did I say that right? Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've got two different uh, cannabinoid receptors in the body. There's a the CB1 receptor and then the CB2 receptor. And, and both of those work in unison and, and uh, basically activate different signaling pathways in the body. They actually think that there is a CB3 receptor that research is just kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, if we look at, you know, kind of medical history and we kind of go all the way back from when modern science really started kind of playing a role in, in human health, um, the discovery of the endocannabinoid system, which is what you're referring to, that CB1 and CB2 receptor, is relatively new. So the first discovery of this was in 1992. So to say that there's a lot more to learn, I think, is an understatement because it is so relatively new in, in the grand schemes of, you know, when we think of, you know, the physiology of the body that has been studied for thousands of years. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that when I heard that, that's what really excited me because it kind of made my brain think, well, shoot, is this something that we're as humans kind of designed to have within our system in a way, you know? Um, So let me ask you this. Let's go into what makes CBD healthy for humans. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to kind of, this question I think ties in really well to, you know, having these receptors in our body. Um, You know, so CBD is, what makes CBD potentially helpful for people is that it creates that signaling pathway. So it it initiates a response in the body. And so there's been plenty of studies done on what CBD can do for the body. So, you know, there's research done on things like anxiety uh, to potentially GI issues because it it creates basically an anti-inflammatory response to the body. Uh, Some of the more larger scale complicated concerns, you've got Parkinson's, arthritis, um, and then even some work in, in the Alzheimer's side of the space. And so uh, CBD, what makes CBD so effective or helpful for the body is that it creates a cascading anti-inflammatory effect in uh, when consumed. And, and that's what the, the research is supporting, right? So what what happens is if we look at the, the general span of diseases that afflict, afflict humans, it's something like 70% have some tie into inflammation. And so why CBD can be so helpful is if you've got one of the, the strongest anti-inflammatory agents found in nature being consumed and 70% of the diseases that humans are afflicted, afflicted with uh, have some tie into in, uh, inflammation, then that's just kind of a recipe for CBD to potentially help on a myriad of issues. 
In addition, it appears as though CBD has some effect. They're still actually studying as to why this happens, but actually muscle and motor control. So people with Parkinson's that are suffering from tremors have seen a lot of benefits from consuming CBD on a, on a continual basis uh, and seeing those those side, or the uh, symptoms of the Parkinson's actually dissipating. Uh, it doesn't cure Parkinson's. I think everyone needs to be completely clear on that. But mm-hmm. the actual symptoms that people are afflicted with, um, it, it seems to actually really help with. So that's, that's kind of where CBD really falls into that realm, and that's why sometimes people say, you know, this sounds like snake oil, you know, you're saying that something that can help my arthritis also can help my anxiety. You know, yeah. we've kind of grown up in a world where I think there's very specific treatments uh, or compounds for very specific illnesses, and this is an exciting time because CBD can really kind of span that breath. Yeah, that sounds amazing, actually. And it makes perfect sense in a way, because I always, you know, I express this a lot, but the body is a system, right? Like, there's everything is connected to everything. So it's kind of like, see, it sounds like CBD is something that gives you, like, a lot of bang for your buck, if you will. (laughs) You know, like, protecting you in some ways, um, yeah, that that could be really beneficial and, well, I guess in a lot of ways is what I'm trying to say. So let me ask you... What so who really benefits from CB, CBD the most? Is it is this something kind of general for everyone? Um, you know, or is are there people that are you know it is better for like example? The reason why I personally have not tried any CBD yet is number one um, because I don't put anything in my system that I'm not fully educated on. Um, and the other part of that is, you know, in a way I feel like everything feels so good in my body. I'm 40 years old. I'm a life athlete and, you know, I kick ass on a day to day basis. Doesn't mean that I can't, you know, improve my performance and maybe even improve what I'm feeling. Right. You don't know kind of until you go there. Um, but that's kind of made me personally think, well, why would I, you know, why, what would, it, what, how would I benefit from it? Um, protective issues, maybe something like that, even though I don't have any now, like maybe just it's a preventative thing. But um, can you kind of explain who is it, you know, for everybody or specifically more for people than other certain people than others? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I, you know that's a, that's an actually excellent question because it, it touches on a lot of different things. You know, the first, the easy answer is is no. You know, I don't think CBD is is for everyone. Which sounds, I think, maybe a little crazy because as someone that is running a CBD company, you, you certainly want to you know try and make your products available to any and everyone. But the the truth of the matter is, you know, CBD has the potential to be very helpful for people that are uh, suffering from certain issues. You know, some of those issues I think we just talked about um, if your body is performing as it should and, and you're not suffering from excessive amounts of inflammation or maybe don't have the anxiety that uh, some of our peers have then you know you've got to you know look at you know maybe the benefits of CBD as you know just kind of an overall wellness as, as kind of part of the whole nutrition but you know I think you got to be careful because uh, you know there's a lot of things that we can take and consume uh, but if we don't have a purpose for that then you know you know, it doesn't really, you know, really help us out. And, and it's also expensive, you know, just from even from a financial standpoint. So the way I always kind of describe CBD to people, especially with those that have the preconceived notions of CBD and THC being the same thing, 
you know, THC definitely has some medicinal aspects to it, but, you know, there's obviously that recreational side of it. Mm-hmm. CBD isn't really something that people take recreationally, right? There's not a psychoactive high. So you really only should be taking CBD if you're looking to potentially address an issue. Um, it can help with overall wellness, right? I think in our day-to-day lives, you know, we always, you know, there's certain levels of stress and, and people, you know, if it can help with that, then that's great. Um but no, I think, you know, to say that CBD is for everyone is, is not, not true. And I also think it's, you got to look at it by, you know, it's, it may not be right for me now, or it is right for me now, and it may not be right for me in the future. Um, that's, you know, that's one thing too, right? It's somewhat situational. The, the point that I think you made earlier, which is, you know, I think is commendable, you know, not taking anything that you don't fully understand, right? You know, so often people do a quick Google search, they think they understand something and then they start consuming it and when it doesn't meet their expectations or it doesn't go the way that they expect it, then you know obviously they're disappointed, which is why we are such strong proponents at MedTerra of actually educating yourself. So CBD is, is somewhat interesting. We actually, there's actually studies that, that show that CBD is created in the body naturally, right? Um, so, you know, when I was talking about that endocannabinoid system, um, you know, CBD, when we derive it from a plant, is called a phytocannabinoid, right? So it comes from a plant. Um, but that an endocannabinoid is basically a cannabinoid that's produced within the body. So uh, CBD is found in high concentrations in breast milk, for example. So um, the the issue comes, and this question I, I get asked a lot is, if your body can produce it, why do you need to supplement it? Well, there's a variety of, of issues in, in our bodies, I think, um, the way they exist now certainly isn't maybe how they evolved. You know, technology in just the last hundred years kind of changes how we interact on a daily basis. Um, and then there's some systematic um, issues where, for example, if you're low on your omega threes, then you actually can't produce the amount of CBD that your body needs. And so, um, you know, one to to people that are concerned that it's this foreign compound. Well, it, your body actually does produce it. Uh, it just needs to be produced, you know, in kind of an optimal scenario. Which we, you know, whether we're not eating healthy enough or we're not exercising or sleeping enough, may not actually be able to produce that CBD. And and if we can consume it orally, then maybe we can actually see those benefits that kind of make up for what our body isn't able to produce. That's really cool. That actually, um, I had the thought, which was it's essentially a question where. You know, I don't know how this plays into effect, but, um, you know, like if you have certain polymorphisms in your genes, I don't know if there could be a conflict, you know, with CBD. It's like if you did a, how do I frame this? It kind of, just how you just said, like, let's just say your body doesn't process omega-3s adequately. Is that what you said? Exactly. Exactly. It's not that it doesn't process it. It's just the availability, right? Cool. Yeah. Like there's still, and that's the thing, you know. I come from somewhat of a, a science engineering background, so I'm always very skeptical to say, like, this is the definitive truth, because this research still is relatively new, but what what the research is indicating that low omega-3 counts correlates to not being able to produce CBD at an ample amount in the body. Wait, okay, cool. So can we sidestep really quick? I'm sure. notorious for this. Can you tell me a little about, about you, and then how did you get tied into Medterra? Which, by the way, I did a lot of research on the brand, and it does look very legit. So I'm, you know, I was really happy to see that. But I would love to know because you just said a few things. Your science background. Can you tell me a little bit about you? And yeah, a- absolutely. And I yeah. certainly don't want to make it seem like I'm uh, some scientist. But so no, my my <laughs> graduate degree uh, was in biomedical engineering, uh, and so. 
while I was uh, in school, I was doing a pretty significant amount of academic research, uh, specifically with uh, quantum dots fluorescing in the body, and, and they were using that for determining, you know, how uh, certain biopathways were working. And, you know, so kind of going down that more academic approach, uh, after I left uh, my undergraduate degree, I actually pursued a, a master's in engineering management, so I'm still kind of keeping on that very technical engineering side of things. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, in engineering and science, right, you know, it's, some things are, are really easy because it's, you know, it's objective, right? And so, you know, you can read, uh, you know, a, a lot of different types of uh, research papers and, and, you know, peer-reviewed journals, and you kind of get a, a landscape of, of what's actually going on. But the downside is, you know, what we have right now in studying CBD is that it's so new, and so people are putting forward these hypotheses and ideas of how things are interacting or working within the body, specifically two cannabinoids, um, but it hasn't been vetted through the years and years of, of science and repeatable uh, experiments. And so, you know, my, you know, kind of academic training, you know, when you're actually understanding, you know, the science behind something and actually digging into the details, you know, you recognize that, you know, humans are the ones performing these experiments and they're based on uh, very educated guesses, right? But, you know, we are starting to get a very good idea of how CBD works and interacts in the bodies, but there's still a lot of things that need to be determined. Um, how I got involved in Medterra is actually pretty interesting. So, a good friend of mine um, had the opportunity to work with a hemp farm through a group, uh, and that, that farm was based out of Kentucky. And in my time while I was in grad school, I'd actually done some online marketing and, and kind of developed some consumer-facing products, you know, basically taking some clinical research that I had read and, and believed in and then had kind of built some products around. And so uh, JP, uh, who's one of the co-founders of Medterra, reached out to me and said, hey, look, I think there's an opportunity in CBD. This, it's a revolutionary compound. We've got a unique relationship where we can work directly with a farm uh, so we know where the hemp is being grown and sourced and extracted mm-hmm. uh, so we can kind of have that quality control. And then we can you know, take that uh, using kind of some of your marketing experience and, and relationships and really start producing it uh, and, and selling it and distributing the CBD throughout the United States because now it's fully legal and this is a unique opportunity. And so at the time, I obviously had heard about CBD but didn't really fully understand the, the scope of, of what it could do and, and you know, the potential to, to really change um, you know, the profile of, of nutrition or how we look at nutrition in, in the United States. And so jumped in feet first. We started Medterra. When we started, actually, we were a wholesaler and distributor, you know, working with the farm and other CBD manufacturers. And so we were supplying these CBD retail brands with the raw materials like the CBD isolate or the CBD oil and then helping them, you know, formulate it into their own products that they were selling directly to consumers. And after we did that for a while, you know, we recognized, one, there's this opportunity to sell it online and and we believed in our ability to do so. But because we were working directly with the farm, we saw the discrepancy on what we were selling these raw materials for, for what people actually were charging and charging as their finished good. And so, you know, one, we've got to operate a business and, and be successful. But, you know, at the same time, we were getting phone calls into our customer service line talking about how people... You know, we're, we're so blown away by CBD and, and we're really interested in it. And so, you know, there's some social aspect or social good aspect where we could still make a very successful business and maybe offer the CBD at a, at a lower price to make it more accessible to just the general public. And, and that's really how we started Medterra 
as a company and as a retail-facing brand. And, and now we've kind of evolved into that fully and uh, have kind of built upon that, which has is, is been a ton of fun. That's awesome. How long has the company, um, the brand, been around? So just over a year and a half. Uh, oh, wow. so, so amazing. So relatively new yes and we're, and we're learning a lot um it's been a, it's been a ton of fun and, and i will say you know having that direct access to the farm where we can go out and say that these are the hemp plants that are growing into eventually medterra products it's just been a cool uh you know, just a cool process to kind of see it go full cycle into a you know finished tincture yeah well you know that's definitely one of my questions is can we talk about quality and you know sourcing and and how does that like you know, the, I've I've heard some horror stories too of people trying some CBD products and then they were stoned. So obviously, there's brands out there that aren't as pure. I guess is that the right yeah. way? Yeah. So can you maybe kind of walk us through? You know, what would someone want to look for as far as you know a quality CBD product? And I also want to go through later. You know, I know that your brand in particular sells a variety of different products and there's different you said isolate there's tinctures and so i kind of want to understand more about you know each one of those too but what as far as quality what what should people look for yeah, yeah absolutely um so you know quality the, the easiest thing and this kind of goes back to the science side and objectivity you know every company that's selling anything directed to the to the public needs to be able to produce what we call a coa or certificate of analysis and that is a third-party lab verifying the actual contents of that product. So, you know, where we've had, I think, a unique advantage, and a lot of CBD companies don't, because we started more on the wholesale and distribution side and then worked into retail, you know, when we're working with potential manufacturing partners, the supply, one, the consistency, making sure you had, you know, the right amount of CBD or ample amount of CBD, but the quality was really our only selling point. You know, when you get into the retail side of it, then you've got brands and you've got marketing, but when you're a raw good supplier, you've got to make sure that you're selling the best stuff. Otherwise, someone will go to another farm and, and get it get it elsewhere. So having that quality and testing throughout the process was basically essential for us to even start Medterra. Um, from a quality standpoint, we, we really test at three different places. One, the actual hemp plant is tested, and that's really tested, one, to make sure that the THC content isn't getting too high um, and that the CBD content is good, that there's really no any no contamination with, with heavy metals. Because of the program we're in, we can't grow with any type of pesticide. So we're testing for all that to make sure there's no cross-contamination. And then when we actually extract it, then we take our third our, our second test and we make sure that the isolate is is pure that there's no thc in it there's no residual solvents uh heavy metals any type of contaminants and then we test it a third time when we put it into a tincture bottle or a pain cream or a gel capsule and so those though that is not difficult to do um and so any company that a consumer is looking to buy from should be able to request and you know, a lot of CBD companies, unfortunately, work with brokers who, you know, sometimes can source from a myriad of places. So it's really hard to track the actual chain of custody. Mm -hmm. But any CBD company should be able to provide a COA that says, hey, this batch was tested and, it, and this was the, the amount of CBD in it. There was, you know, this amount of THC, if there's any. Um, and there, you know, there's no heavy metals, there's no pesticides, residual solvents. This is a clean product to consume. And so just calling into their customer service line should get you those results. That, that would be the first thing I would do um, before I even consider buying from someone. Cool. And does geography make a difference in the sourcing at all? I don't know if that 
like does it matter where it's growing necessarily or no not really well, that, you know, that's a good question. So we're very proud, if you've been to our website, we're very proud of, of our plants that are growing in, in Kentucky. And, and, you know, Colorado, I think, has a, a very strong pilot program uh, in growing hemp. And, and other states are starting to come online. Kentucky and Colorado are really at the forefront. And so when you're dealing with raw goods that are sourced from those states, to you know, what we've seen and kind of looking around the landscape those products typically to be a little bit more consistent just because those farms have been operating for longer, right? Kentucky and Colorado were one of the first adopters of these hemp research pilot programs. And so we're very, very strong believers in Kentucky. Um, you know, I think there's probably some other CBD companies that would say they're very strong believers in, in their state. But, uh, you know, geography doesn't matter as long as the final product tests the way that it should. You know, that's that's really kind of what, what really matters to consumers. Okay, cool. So let me ask you this. Um, I've heard that in some cases when there is a little bit of THC, it, it's actually, it produces a better quality CBD or more effective. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Again, because yeah. I'm so green to this whole, um, to CBD basically. But yeah, is that true? Well, so th- this is, it, it's really interesting. So as a company, you know, Medterra, we actually take, make sure that all the THC is removed from our products. Um, and, and the reason we do that is there's a couple, one, first and foremost, you know, we sell nationally and internationally and, and the, our client base obviously prefers products that don't have THC in them just because unfortunately THC, there's some negative connotations and, and potential risks with employment and things like that. Uh, what you're referring to is the entourage effect. And so the thought process is all of these cannabinoids, you know, in one way or another work together um, and can potentially enhance themselves, enhance their effect. As someone that, that sells an isolate-based product, you know, I'm of the firm belief that CBD in its own right can be very effective. I, I know that because of, you know, what we've heard back from our customers and, and how we've grown as a company. And, you know, in me just being, you know, kind of a supporter of the entire industry, those other cannabinoids in those products certainly can't hurt, right? They're not going to detract, you know. The THC, you know, you're talking about a friend that might have gotten high from a CBD product. Mm-hmm. You know, that was probably due to too much THC in there. So, you know, there's that negative side effect. And, you know, if you're drug tested and things like that, then that can be complications. But I, I don't think those can can hurt you. If you look at the clinical research that's done on CBD, most of it, if not all of it, uh, at least at what I've seen, is done on a CBD isolate. Now, there's a couple of reasons. One, it's just easier to make sure that the same amount is administered across the board when you're dealing with a pure substance as opposed to um, an extract that contains maybe various levels of the different cannabinoids when you're trying to make a a repeatable experiment. Um, If you may have been following, but GW Pharma just released their FDA-approved drug, Epidolex, that was a CBD isolate-based drug without the other cannabinoids in there. So... We know from a clinical perspective that CBD on its own can be very therapeutic. Now, with that being said, I am a believer in, in kind of the whole plant side of things, right? You know, mm-hmm. those phytonutrients, like I said, certainly aren't going to hurt, you know, and, and, and they actually help with just kind of your overall health. Maybe not in the actual, you know, if you've got anxiety, maybe those other compounds don't help, but just as kind of a whole health nutrition uh, side of things. And so what we're actually developing, 
we've actually uh, started working with a technology where we'll take that full spectrum, mm-hmm. we'll pull the THC out of it, right? Because the THC still provides those concerns of, you know, drug testing and potentially having some psychoactive effects. Uh, so we'll pull that THC out of it, but we've been able to leave all the other compounds in there. And so that's something that we've been working on uh, because we know part of the market wants that. And that will be a, a line that we're going to be calling MedTerra Plus, and that will be coming out in the next probably 30 to 45 days. So cool. you know, for those people that just want their pure CBD isolate you know, and, and it's working for them great, um, then they'll have that. And, and for those that are looking for maybe the whole plant side of things, then we'll have the MedTerra Plus as an offering as well. That's exciting. Awesome. Basically, science is showing that now there's you can actually they are backing up some aspects of CBD as medicine, basically for specific. I don't remember what it was. You got to help me right now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, so epidolics. Sorry. Uh, just to work you off. The yeah, epidolics uh, for uh, you know very selective cases of, of seizures. So yeah, that's what I saw. That's so yeah. cool. That's exciting. It is exciting. And that's like we're, you know, obviously um, in some way or shape or another, you know, any other CBD company, I guess, and, you know, could potentially be a competitor for Medterra. But, you know, as someone that, you know, has an appreciation for the science, you know, you have to respect what they're doing, you know, where they're taking CBD and they're saying, okay, you know, we've heard a lot of good things, but now we got to go down that clinical route. And that's something that we're actually initiating as well, where, you know, I've, you know, we've heard all these things. We've heard anecdotal responses of customers calling in, you know, some in, in tears saying this has changed my life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's that's great. But let's figure out exactly why it is, you know, potentially maybe changing someone's life and who it really works for and, and who it doesn't. So we can educate our consumers as well. So, yeah, that was really exciting. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Is there anyone, any type of person in particular that should, that you know, with the research that you know now, the science that you know now, that should definitely stay away from CBD? And then that could bridge to potential side effects, if any? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, right? Because I think everyone paints this really rosy picture of CBD, and and as a believer, I I, I maybe you know believe in that as well, and, and I certainly believe in it. But yeah, there's definitely uh, some concerns. You know, not everything is you know without potential risk. So they're very minimal, which is great. So they've done studies. You know, what they basically. Uh, it's like kind of like a maximum concentration. So they've given people doses of up to 1,500 milligrams of CBD at a single serving, which is an incredible amount. Uh, that, that would be a lot. I don't, I don't really see a scenario where someone would take that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've seen very mild side effects, uh, things like potentially a dry, dry mouth, um, potential headaches. Uh, that subside, you know, shortly thereafter. So there definitely is some more research that's required uh, from a long-term consumption standpoint. But in the short term, the acute side effects seem to be relatively minimal. Um, you know, the one person or the one type of person that I think needs to be really careful with in consuming CBD is anyone that's currently taking any type of opioid. Um, and it's really just from a standpoint that CBD can compete with the same receptors as certain uh, opioids. And so when someone is considering bringing CBD into their diet, just consulting with their physician and and making sure that they don't go completely, you know, cold turkey or or they do it in in such a way that um, doesn't disrupt their system because those two are going after, you know, kind of similar receptors and um, just making sure that they're, they're safe about it. That's all. Cool. Um, 
let me ask you this. I have a lot of athletes that listen to this podcast. I have a lot of athlete friends, um, competitive, professional. Uh, is CBD, could CBD potentially be an issue? I mean, I'm sure it depends on maybe the brand because if there are some brands that aren't as pure and maybe there's more THC, I don't know. But um, I just wanted to touch on that subject that, you know, from your knowledge right now, uh, could that be an issue? So the, you know, I think it's, it's a turning tide just as these larger sports agencies are, are kind of coming around to it. So, uh, I know USADA is taking CBD off their list. Um, I believe, um, uh, the NFL or excuse me, the NBA has, has talked about it as well. And so this really kind of stems from just an understanding of the difference between CBD and, and, and THC or, or kind of a marijuana product. And so sport, the larger, you know, kind of sporting leagues are actually coming around to it. And it's just kind of a case by case basis at this point, I would say, you know, looking five years from now, uh, you know, hopefully this doesn't come back to help me, but I would imagine in five years that, you know, there's really no large or, you know, kind of recognized professional sports uh, league that is banning CBD. Right. Because there's, or there's really no therapeutic, um, or there's a lot of therapeutic benefits, and there's really no kind of psychoactive risk in that standpoint, which I think is where it kind of ended up on the list. And you know, the other aspect of it is that CBD right now is classified by the DEA as a Scheduled One drug or Schedule One drug. With the recent GW or GW Pharma announcement making uh, a CBD drug approved by the FDA, the DEA is actually required to reclassify it as a Schedule II or Schedule III drug within 90 days of, of that happening. And so I think when it moves from that Schedule I status, which basically is uh, categorized as any compound that can be uh, addictive or highly addictive with no medicinal benefit to a Schedule II or a Schedule III where it is recognized to have some medicinal benefit, mm-hmm. then I think the, you know, kind of the sporting agencies and the athletes will be able to take it, you know, much more freer without risk of, of having any conflicts there. That's cool because, I mean, right off the top of my head, I'm like, I have so many, you know, professional MMA fighter friends and, you know, I just think about the inflammation aspect. I mean, because I, it, it, so if, if someone was to, for example, sprain their ankle, um, could CBD be really helpful in terms of, you know, decreasing inflammation to speed up healing? Is that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and that's, you know, the biggest thing is, um, you know, based on what we've seen on, on a research standpoint, absolutely, from an inflammatory response applied either uh, orally or topically. Uh, and that's why we're seeing a lot of athletes actually come on and uh, Medterra is starting to sponsor athletes in, you know, the extreme sports space as well as, um, you know, in, in kind of the MMA, uh, UFC world as well. Yeah. Kind of looking at that because those athletes are putting their bodies through incredible amounts of stress. And war. So, uh, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, I said exactly. they're putting themselves through war. Yeah, and, and and so you know we've been actually giving out our products. We've developed a, a really cool product in our topical cooling cream that has 750 milligrams of CBD in it, but also combines it with menthol and arnica. And we've given it to uh, just about 30 professional athletes that you know go from motocross uh, that compete at uh, in MMA, mm-hmm. uh, skateboarding, uh, dirt biking. Um, you know, kind of BMX bikes, as well as, uh, you know, triathletes that are competing in kind of Ironman level events. So kind of really running that gamut of people that are putting, like you said, their bodies through war. And the results have been fantastic because, 
you know, what we recognize is that CBD has a lot of, you know, value, but when you combine it with other proven ingredients, it can be a really uh, powerful combination in, in a product. And, and so we're actually heading out to the X Games this weekend, and we're meeting with athletes as well and, and helping them, you know, make sure that they're keeping their bodies in, in the top performance to or top shape to, to perform at the highest levels. That's so cool. I love that. Well, so that could be really interesting because I put, I mean, I'm gentle kind of, I mean, I put my body through a lot, let's be real, but I mean, (laughs) I'm not putting it through war, but there are times, you know, where I might feel a little bit sore, something. So, I mean, even if I didn't want to consume it, and maybe this is a good segue into like the various um, products that you have, uh, because I saw what I've seen powders, I've seen tinctures, um, but, you know, that could be something for me then, for example, if I was to have some sort of injury or just, you know, something in that realm, um, I could put it on topically and, you know, experience some of the benefits, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's the one thing, you know, when you're, you know, the one thing when I think we talk about these, these extreme athletes, uh, well, people say, well, you know, that's, that's not me. I'm never going to jump a dirt bike 120 feet, you know, and that's, that's, yeah, you probably won't, but I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this podcast have probably put themselves through a pretty intense workout where they're pretty sore after. And that's, you know, that kind of athletic side of things, you know, especially as the world is transitioning to a more healthy lifestyle, CBD can really play uh, an effect. And, you know, I think to your comment earlier about, you know, is CBD right for everyone? And, you know, me saying that it's somewhat situational, Look, if you're if you do leg leg day for the first time in two months, you're going to be sore. Yeah, you know, it doesn't really matter who you are. Uh, and you know, I think there's a, a you know a reasonable belief that CBD can be helpful in that. You know, if you can recover faster so that you can start training more, or um, simply just not go through that pain, so you're more inclined to go to the gym the next day. Um, all of those things are obviously helpful for us as individuals. That's so great. Uh, can you can you talk about? Because I'm so curious about um, you know the tincture and the powders and the gels and lotions. Is that right? Is that yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So just kind of going through the the product. So you know, one of the we we really do try and offer you know a variety of products. One. You know, because I think the certain applications are right for everyone, and it's also just based on what people are comfortable in taking. Because this is so new, we try and present it in forms that you know they are familiar with. So, you know, kind of starting at the most extreme, you know, we've got the isolate, and that's really for people that you know are, are very in control of their nutrition, are very specific on what they're taking on a daily basis, or perhaps even want to formulate their own products themselves. We'll actually sell them the CBD isolate, uh, so they can kind of experiment and experiment around with it and, and understand it. Um, the next product is the tincture. That's that's really the product. I think when someone thinks of a CBD product, they think of the tincture. That's just kind of the first one that that was really rolled out just across the board. And so the tinctures, I really recommend for people that are new to CBD and at least trying because. It allows you to really control the amount that you're consuming. So each of our tinctures has a graduated dropper on there. And then the three different strengths of tinctures, you know, have on the bottle the amount of CBD per milliliter. So our lowest strength has 16 milligrams per milliliter. Our highest strength has 100 milligrams per milliliter. And so just depending on, you know, kind of your age, size, um, you know, what you're kind of dealing with on a day-to-day basis, you can kind of try that. The good news is, you know, if, for example, you are taking the 1,000 and you need to really ramp it up, well, then it's really easy just to increase that that serving size or the amount that you're taking because you just take 
you know, maybe two servings instead of one. Or if you order, for example, the 3,000 milligram tincture, which has 100 milligrams per ml, and you only need half, then it's really easy just to cut that in half. Um, and you kind of get your idea of where you need to be in consuming CBD on, on a daily or, or weekly basis. Um, Do we, we've got our, oh, go sorry, ahead. quick question about that, though. Sure. So, I mean, primarily, like, if, when you say, you know, to increase or decrease if you need more or less, I mean, what would somebody take, how would they know? Is that maybe, oh, I can't sleep I, or I have anxiety and, you know, I've taken a little bit, I've, you know, take a drop or two, but it's not enough so that I need to increase. Is that kind of how you would gauge, um, you know, what you need? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that every, that, that's the thing. That's what's, you know, it's so great. And, and I guess the downside of CBD too, is that everybody seems to be reacting differently, right? Because there's all these different conditions um, or kind of internal factors that, play on just one how the cbd is consumed in the body but also you know what conditions or issues that they're trying to deal with so yeah so what we recommend is like if someone calls in and says hey i'm new to see you know cbd i just want to try it what we recommend is that middle of the road tincture that thousand milligram tincture which has just over 32 milligrams per ml which is a which is a good amount that's the serving size and we recommend them taking you know the serving basically 32 milligrams for for three to four days and kind of adjusting, you know, taking that consistently, not to mess with it. And then after that fourth or fifth day saying, okay, is this, is this working? Uh, is this not working? Do I need to increase it? Maybe I can take a little bit less because I don't need this much. And uh, like I said, there's not really any acute side effects that people have to worry about. Like they're not going to get nauseous and they're not going to uh, fall asleep at their desk, right? If it's a high quality CDB product, it's just... If you if you're meeting the results that you want, you don't necessarily have to take more of it because it is it's expensive, right? It's not it's not free. So right. um, you know, kind of going from there and then kind of adjusting. And you know, if you're having a really crazy day at work and you're really stressed out, then maybe you take a little bit extra. And it's Saturday and, and life's good. And, and you know what? I'm, <laughs> I didn't really work out. You know, and I'm not sore and I don't really have any issues. And you know, you don't have to take it that day. We do have we have noticed, and this is you know certainly not uh, clinical data, but it seems as though the CBD kind of takes some time to build up into the system, right? It's not something that you, you squirt it in your mouth and you're like, oh my God, I'm anxiety free. That doesn't really seem to be the case. It, it seems as when people take any type of CBD product that they kind of gradually build into it. Um, and that's why we say kind of three to four days or maybe even a week to kind of get a baseline and then you can kind of adjust from there. That's so cool. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be helpful to our listeners. And then I kind of cut you off. Were there other um, other products? Um, sure. Cool. Sure. And then so what we've done, the evolution of the tincture was the gel capsule. So the, that is the same, you know, it's, there are different concentrations. We've got a, a gel capsule that has 25 milligrams of CBD in it and one that has 50. And the reason that we, we made the gel capsules was just because some people don't like taking a tincture every day and, and some people just like mixing it into their normal supplement mix and, and just, you know, kind of put it in their mouth and, and moving on. And so the gel capsules are just an easier to consume method of that tincture um, that you that's a little bit more maybe portable or easy to kind of split up. Um, and, and from there, you know, what we started developing, and this is something kind of an initiative for this year is to say, Okay, we know CBD is great. We we love CBD, but what else can we combine with CBD to make it even more effective? Right? You know, we don't want to just be a CBD company. We want to be a company that's kind of this overall wellness and and 
you know, that can help people on, on a much greater scale than that. And so that's when we rolled out the, 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 the cooling cream, which basically has taken menthol, which we know can help with, you know, just overall muscle soreness and, and pain. Yeah. And, and Arnica, same thing kind of on that, that pain side. We know that th- those are those two are proven, and if we could combine it in a natural formula that you know can encourage penetration, you know below just the top layer of skin, combining that with CBD, then we might have something where it could be you know a targeted approach to. Okay, I've got a really sore back, or my hands are you know I've got arthritis in my hands, and you know kind of that targeted more instant uh, relief, and so that's why we developed the. Uh, what we were calling the the cooling cream and and that has been incredibly effective because unlike the tinctures where there's some time to build up it seems as though the results from this you know topical cream are are not instantaneous but five to ten minutes people really kind of feel like it's working because it's it's attacking that issue head on um and that's something we're really really excited about and kind of on that same approach we developed a sleep tablet and that was based on feedback that hey you know cbd is really helping me you know sleep better and it's interesting cbd actually hasn't been studied to put people to sleep um what it does is it obviously just kind of there's a balancing effect in your system by having that cbd and and if you're more relaxed and less anxious then you know the thought is you should sleep better so we've combined the cbd with the melatonin when actually initiates that urge to sleep and, and that's been a really effective product where those two working together are allowing people to, to sleep and you know, kind of support the, a much healthier sleep cycle that's awesome yeah better quality sleep i'm all about studying sleep um these days and and the benefits of it and so and it's so important and there's so many people that legit don't get enough sleep and eight it doesn't you can sleep seven hours, eight hours, and not have good quality sleep. And that's, you know, versus actually last night, I slept for five hours, but I had super great quality deep and REM. So, you know, awesome. yeah, it makes a big difference. So that's great that you guys offer that too. Um, what? So do you use CBD? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I take it, like I said, more situationally. So, uh, you know, still relatively young. So, you know, don't really have a lot of concerns on on the arthritis, but, you know, certainly uh, some stressful days, you know, had some some long days where, you know, you're working out and you're sore. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm an active user um, in the Medterra products and always interested in trying new ways of of consuming CBD. But yes, it's CBD is, is a part of my daily routine. That's rad. Okay, so I have a, a few questions. That, knowing that I was going to do this podcast with you, I reached out to my audience and asked, you know, does anybody have specific questions? And so I do have a few more that I'd love to rapid fire at you really quick. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of them was, does it expire? Shelf life. Yes. Well, so all our products we, we do is stability testing. Um, so CBD in an isolate form is, you know, based on what we've done, is actually really stable. It's a really stable compound. But as soon as you start mixing it in with the other ingredients, um, you know, there's, you know, just any type of formulation. So, for example, our tinctures, the shelf life is, is two years. Uh, the cooling cream, the natural cooling cream that we've got has a shelf life of a, of a year. Um, and so it just depends on the product. But, yeah, we, we put expiration dates. Uh, so... But CBD itself, uh, you know, we, we call it two years, but it could actually be a lot longer than that. We just haven't gotten past that point. Okay, that's good to know. I'm sure my girl who asked that will be very happy to hear that. <laughs> um, my brother actually had a cool question. He's an athlete, strength and conditioning coach, and he wanted to know for people who are 
recovering marijuana addicts. So he used to be addicted to smoking pot. Sure. How, you know, can they use this and, and, and have no issues with it? Or are there repercussions maybe? Or I don't know if you can answer that. Yeah, you know, I can, I can definitely take a, take a stab at it. So, you know, I think looking at marijuana addiction, and this is probably where I'm getting, you know, kind of in over my head, right? You know, I think there's, uh, with any type of addiction, there's, you know, potentially a chemical addiction, but there's also, you know, your, your body and, and maybe kind of that desire to, to, you know, replicate that effect that it's generating, right? So with marijuana, you know, obviously there's some psychoactive effects and, and, you know, kind of that overall relaxation that I think, you know, people are familiar with, you know, with CBD, there's really not that psychoactive effects. And, and we haven't really seen any type of chemical dependence um, on a long-term study as far as, you know, you know, continual CBD use. And so, you know, the only thing that I think you got to just be wary of is, you know, when you're taking CBD and it's really helping you out, you know, if you're getting off it, then obviously you may not get those benefits, but it doesn't appear to have that kind of addictive uh, potential that maybe, you know, other compounds and, you know, um, you know, maybe marijuana does. I, I know that the jury's still out on that, but, um, you know, from a psychoactive standpoint, you know, we we're confident that CB doesn't really exist or, you know, participate in that realm, which, um, you know, might make it more difficult to have that addiction potential like that. Hopefully that answers it. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. And I love, thank you so much in general, just for your honesty. It's so, it's, that means everything to me. Cause I'm all about, you know, just keeping it real. Um, so uh, two more um, pregnant women, you know, is this something that and obviously I should probably just say this, like we're not doctors so we're not, you know, prescribing anything, but just this is purely educational. Do you have any insight on, you know, could this be and my girlfriend actually asked uh, who's about to give birth in you know two months and she was like, could this be something that, you know, a woman can take? when they're in labor or is it safe for pregnancy or, you know, just that. Yeah. Pregnant women. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) What you got? Uh, Yeah. So I have, I have seen, you know, one of the things that's like really interesting is, so if you go back prior to 1937 and I, I don't know how valid this actual study was, but hemp was a very large part of our society, right? So you've got hemp fiber, hemp seeds, um, and in 1937, there was this kind of larger act to ban marijuana, which kind of swept up hemp, and that really put a ban on on all hemp-related products for quite some time. Until really fast forward until you know the last 20 years when hemp industrial hemp started being brought in, and then 2014. So. You know, there was a time and place when people were consuming a fair amount of hemp and, and obviously the compounds in them, um, and they were at that time obviously still uh, giving birth. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that we're just very careful on is, you know, this study of how CBD actually interacts in the body. We know that it has all of these therapeutic potential, but how does it actually interact, right? It's still, I think, being discovered. And so with pregnant women, you just have to be really careful because there's already so many things going on in the body at the time that, you know, disrupting even one little thing could, you know, not necessarily uh, be a great thing. And so it's just really, I think, talking with your physician, I know that's such a canned response, but, you know, with something like this, I would just be very careful, you know, and like I said, even as someone that is a very big CBD supporter with pregnant women, just having that conversation with your doctor and, um, you know, kind of maybe working through that um, on a case-by-case basis. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it's so new to the scene in terms of being studied and all that. So it's like we're going to learn a lot more about 
everything when it comes to CBD, right? In the yeah. in the years to come. So maybe, you know, we'll get a definitive answer on, yes, this is actually absolutely healthy and great for pregnant women down the line, hopefully, right? Uh, yeah. And anecdotally, you know, I've uh, had friends in the industry that, you know, said that they took CBD on a daily basis uh, through their entire pregnancy, not necessarily Medterra products, but just CBD products in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked really well with them, you know, but that's, you know, like I said, on a case by case basis, and um, you know, I, that that would be something I just may not want to give a definitive answer. Yeah, on for sure. No, I appreciate that. No, and it makes perfect sense. It was just more of like, do you know anything in this area? Sure. Or, yeah, I think that will um, she'll appreciate that answer. So thank you for that. And then, yeah, kind of the last question that comes to my mind: um, women who have gone through menopause or have you know, thyroid issues. Um, I say that because my mom, and so it just actually came to me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, could this be, you know, really great for my mom who went through menopause and, um, yeah, has some thyroid issues. Could it be? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. You know, what we're seeing is, you know, those just general, uh, symptoms of, of women going through menopause, you know, there's, uh, there's, you know, a fair amount, but just even kind of, um, you know, potential trouble sleeping, mm-hmm. uh, you've got concerns with uh, some nausea concerns and, and just, you know, larger, you know, so CBD, as far as menopause goes, you know, alleviating some of those symptoms, I think actually could be very, very effective. Um, and we do have women, that's one of the things that we're actually developing. This isn't for menopause, is actually for uh, women that are going through menstruation, but mm-hmm. you know, there's been a lot of evidence that shows that CBD can really be helpful um, in alleviating some of those symptoms. So we're developing a, a CBD-specific uh, gel capsule that would be for women that are going through uh, a menstrual cycle and, and helping them address some of those issues. So that's exciting. Yes, you guys are on it. And we try. It works. I love that. You know, I think I think we just you know maybe get bored easily, and so we just kind of think about you know all the different ways that we can you know it, the biggest thing. It, it's so cool. I will say you know one of the things that we do, um, you know every once in a while we'll send our entire customer service department out to to lunch, and and all the owners will hop on the phones, and you know it's as much as giving them a break as it's helpful for us because when you're talking with consumers on a day to day basis and actually having that interaction as opposed to someone. You know, you know, our customer service manager coming to us and saying like, "Hey, these were the issues this week," or "This is what we learned." And when you hear it directly from someone, you have those conversations. You get you get to learn a lot about your products. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing good, and, and they certainly won't hesitate to tell you what you're doing wrong. Uh, but you get these ideas on on ways that you can kind of expand what you're doing, and that actually came from a suggestion of, of one of our customers that we kind of built upon, and uh, you know, hopefully bringing it to market, you know, relatively soon. That's so exciting. Right on. I, I mean, I can tell you right off, I'm like, the because I train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I don't know if you know that, but um, so in addition to other, you know, modalities of activity, um, you know, Jiu-Jitsu sometimes can be really hard on my neck, so I'm thinking about that cooling gel right now. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we'll send you some samples. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let, let us know the feedback. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. I will for sure. And yeah, I mean, I'll just say this, you know, before we wrap out. Well, let me ask you this before I... Um, before I was going to go there, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to share about CBD or just, yeah, anything else? I, I just, uh, just want to reiterate, you know, education in this is, is paramount, you know, and so, you know, if you're talking with, you know, someone from Natera or you're talking about another CBD company, just educating yourself because then you can, as a consumer, 
kind of set your expectations as to what you want to achieve. And, and that ultimately is the goal of all these CBD companies, right? We, we're existing to, you know, we have to be a business to make money, but, you know, everyone is trying to help, you know, potential consumers understand and get access to CBD. So if you educate yourself, then then the results should, should typically match that, that, you know, education and understanding. Well, that was like perfect alignment for my segue right now because what I was, <laughs> what I was gonna say, <laughs> we're so connected. No, what what I wanted to say is that, and I I think I said it at the at the top of the podcast, but um, you know, being that I'm so picky about what I share in terms of any supplement, any anything. Like if I don't know it, love it, know the science on it. You know, I just don't, I won't put it out there. And I, and I really value the trust that, you know, I have in my voice. And so, you know, you coming on and letting me ask you a million questions and, (laughs) you know, and being honest and really, I can hear the passion in you as far as like, you really are all about educating. And that was really important to me because like I said, I haven't tried Medterra yet, but I know I'm going to now, um, you know, so it was just, it means a lot, you know, to me. And I'm sure that my listeners will appreciate that too, because there's obviously, you know, everyone's trying to sell something. And yes, it is a business and that's great. And I want to support businesses that are doing rad things. Trust me, I do all the time with so many different brands. But um, yeah, I just, I really appreciate you coming on and letting me pick your brain the way that I have. <laughs> and educating all of us on CBD. It's really, really exciting and valuable. Awesome. Well, Roxy, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. And, and I will say some of these questions I've never been asked before. So it's always good to, you know, kind of get that understanding of, of where people are thinking. And so I, I just appreciate you having me on and uh, wish you nothing but the best. And we'll send you, we'll be sending you some Medterra products very quickly so you can try them out. Amazing. And I'll have all, you know, Medterra's website and I'll put your social handles. Um, actually, what are your social handles? What's the brand's social handle? Is it Medterra? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's so all Medterra and then Medterra CBD. Uh, okay, so cool. Instagram, Medterra CBD, Facebook, Medterra CBD. They're all, all uniform. Okay, amazing. I'll make sure that they're in the show notes. So, Jay, thank you so much again. I'm sure that we will be staying connected at this point. And, yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Roxy. I really appreciate it. Okay, talk to you later. Thanks for taking the time to check out this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it with your friends. Head over to iTunes, subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave me an honest review. Let's connect. I am so excited to do that in this space and really create content that elevates your mind in support of your best performance in life. You can find me on Instagram at blackbeltbeauty. I'm active there every single day and I look forward to connecting with you all. So thanks again and I'll catch you on the next one.